black people don't read. Black Reading is fundamental. Get a book, man. Get the great stories. The great thing about reading is that it broadens your, your life. You know, we all live our lives, but I think a reader lives a hundred other lives. Welcome back to Inspire Reads with Inspire Entertainment. I'm your host, Shamaki, and joined by my co-host today. Not co-hosts. We are missing a person. Damn. Um, <laughs> Mohammed is, uh, is not with us today. It kind of sounded like... He's dead. <laughs> what? No, he's, he's very much alive, but right now he just had to deal with a lot of pa uh, family stuff. Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got other things to deal with. You yeah, know? He has he's a got, life. He has a private mm. life, of course. That we can't uh, disclose. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he's not able to join us today. We're still here. We're still here. Still Skrr. doing our thing. Of course, yeah, since the, the ad libs. Come on. We initially tried to do this whilst we were fasting, which uh, was very interesting because eventually it turned out that our discussion is very, it's very tiring Yeah. to talk for, for hours without actually having any energy to continue talking. Yeah. Feel like if we listen to a back, we'll be just as tired as we're then. But now we're very much full of life and pretty much to... yeah, revitalized. We're watered and fed. <laughs> um, and to those of you that don't really know why that is, this is we're in the month of Ramadan right now, which basically means that we don't eat from sunrise to sunset. Um, this is obviously a month for us to rejuvenate ourselves spiritually. Mm come back to our Lord and that's pretty much the aim of like every Muslim in this month but as for you Yasin you have any like goals or any stuff you want to reach this, this month yeah, me personally I'm focusing more on my, my spiritual side so everything like work other stuff you know what I mean is, is getting sort of pushed to the side for the time being yeah until I I feel that I'm gonna Go cool, sort of like level in terms of, you know what I mean, my spiritual self. And of course, of course. And <clears throat> obviously, with this month as well, it's for us to understand and see what it's like for those that don't have the privileges that we do. Mm. You know, something small to us, which was basically the fact that before we tried to record, we was actually struggling. Um, due to not having energy, but then to us it was just like, yeah, don't worry, once the sun sets, then we're good, you know what I mean, we can eat. But obviously there's a lot of people that don't have that, that privilege, that don't know when their next meal is going to come, or where it's going to come from. And, you know, was, this is a month of charity, mm. and obviously being, understanding what they're going through is, it really helps us to be more empathetic and to give a lot more and obviously there are a lot of what donations and uh, people doing massive sponsorships for people in need which obviously you can go check out and try give uh, try donate to but yeah moving on with the the episode today we're going to be talking about of mice and men which is obviously a classic mm. um both in like American schools and English schools. Yeah, mainly uh, I'll say I feel like I've never been to America, but I feel like it's more of a buzz over here. You sort you think? Yeah, cause you feel like don't I don't know. I've always felt like significant events in another country yeah. would be um, another country sort of like sort of like book if that makes sense. If they were to teach it in education, mm -hmm. so like 
Say for example, <coughs> say for example, um, I was from Nigeria. Yeah. And um, say there was a significant turning point in Nigerian culture history. Yeah. That if it was to be written in a novel or written a novel about, then it would be sort of like revised in schools that weren't in that country. Okay. But why why would why would Nigerian schools also mm. well, no, you're saying they would do as well? I'm saying in terms of else. like looking at English literature, like the actual literature, like so books, novels that yeah. were written by people. I'm saying that I feel like countries wouldn't do that. I feel like in a different country is it they will be so yeah you say for example is a famous is a, is a famous American novel. Yeah. I'm saying in American schools they probably don't review it the way they we do in the education system. Yeah. yeah, they probably got their own thing. Yeah, that, yeah. Nah, I get you. I get you. But uh, yeah, uh-huh. this over like ninety percent of schools in across the UK like teach of mice and men. Ninety nine percent across the board. Huh? Let's go for that nine percent. Or we'll just make up our own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got enough of the least. We could do that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, yes, it's, that's over 99% oh, of man. schools teach of mice and men. Um, got them, got them statistics from the sun. I don't read a newspaper at all. But. <laughs> so now you okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the reason um, I was reading this article where one teacher basically said that um, the reason why in I forgot which like region it was, mm. but the reason why they teach it in the schools because it's such a it's a book that has so many like meanings and like lessons you could take from. Right. It's such a short book because obviously these days like, a lot of people, a lot of like teenagers and whatnot oh. aren't really interested in reading books. Oh, right. You know what I mean? They're not, especially like large books. Um, I remember in year six we had to read, I think it was Keizuki's Kingdom or something. What the hell's that about? Oh, I thought that I thought you knew, but uh, it's nah. kingdom, you know. Nah, yeah, nah. It was basically this guy, this this old Chinese guy who was in a war, ship capsized, he went overboard, ended up on the island, yeah. then basically lost, lost, yeah. yeah and then uh, a white kid went on a ship, it capsized, and he ended up on the same place, and then was it the same ship? The same... No, it wasn't the same ship. Oh, it just happened to be different. Yeah. The area must be a bit, you know what I mean? Huh? The area, the area in which... The, which is yeah, both... The, you know, the track record over there. Uh, if it was a Hollywood film, probably be like Bermuda Track yeah, or something. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, but he ended up... And then the, basically the kid grows up like mm. with this guy and learns the language somehow. I forgot, but it was like... It was a very big book at, at first. And I've heard the name quite a few times, but I've never looked into yeah, it. It's a very interesting story, actually. Mm. Um, but obviously, if everyone wants to do that, it was just just very long and onerous. Yeah. But with of mice and men, it's very timeless. Like, um, yeah, in terms of size. Oh, in terms of what you in terms of size, it's a very small like book. Uh, yeah, you don't get intimidated. Under like. under two hundred pages, yeah. and the writing itself, when you get into it, the writing is quite simple. Mm-hmm. And what you did in GCSEs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How did you find the book reading it then and then reading it now? Like, I feel like now, without obviously, with the more sort of like mature mind, you're able to, to read it and, and see the sort of themes that are underlying in the text and even in the conversations, as opposed to being in school and having a teacher having to sort of like imply yeah. what it is. 
so you get your mind thinking already you sort of like know from the conversations and everything's going on what sort of themes they're playing for so for example Curly's wife classic one has written in every every exam <laughs> every exam question and every sort of like exam answer question so her wearing red sort of like symbolises her sort of promiscuity yes exactly promiscuity. Yes. I was looking for the word I was trying to you know, <laughs> you know dangerous I, words. I actually learned that word <laughs> In GCSEs, mm. when I was actually doing of my cement, I remember yeah. the teacher said it. And I was like, oh, promiscuous. Yeah, I like yeah. that word. I remember back I remember in the, it. Yeah, so I remember writing about, so looking at the description of the writing. So flamingos, she used to wear like, I think, a dress with like red flamingo flamingos on it. Yeah. And flamingos, flamingos, uh, I don't know say that word. It's a, sort of, it's a type of bird that doesn't fly. So yeah. it sort of symbolizes her dreams because I think she wanted to be an actor. Oh, okay. Yeah, come on, you already know what it is, man. I'll tell you, man, it's tough. I didn't get it stuff for this for no reason. Come on, you know what it is already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I said, actually, go on, A-star. Oh, yeah, we, uh-huh. we discussed earlier on <laughs> yeah, the yeah, previous yeah, episode that we scrapped. Yeah, but uh, what, you got A-star in your English? Yeah, English literature. English. And uh, A in English language. So what were you, like, into reading from a young age then? Quite a young age, I would say. I feel like reading... Early on, so I, I was talking to Mo, um, talking to Shamaki earlier. So I was reading a lot of complex books for from a very young age. I was reading books, not books that I wasn't meant to be reading, but that were much like higher above my level. So I was reading. I was much into like sort of like fantasy novels and stuff. And then that sort of like in in do, in doing so, I was able to adopt these complex writing structures and then yeah. sort of like mimic it in my own sort of writing. And then I had teachers giving me ridiculously high scores. Like, do you remember the the band ranges was like 5C, 5A. I used to be getting 7 and 8s, man. Everyone's looking at my class like, blood, you cheated, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I tell them, no, I'm smart, man. But what, were you writing <clears throat> like stories from a young age? I wasn't just, I feel like, I, I spent most of my time reading stories, but when it came to sort of like, um, because when I, when I sort of like started secondary school, they used to encourage a lot of like, creative writing. They want to see yeah. what we're about. In that sense, so they'll just always get us like every every other week we were writing, like a we spent like forty five minutes writing our own piece of story or something. So just to get us what minds thinking, and I used to write pages on pages, like six pages, right. and you had that one guy in the room that wrote like half a paragraph. <laughs> but yeah, that's got no creative yeah. spark. But I feel like I got I got a bit complacent. I feel like if I continued the rate I was sort of going, and I could have been a much higher level. What do you mean but, by complacent? So, I, the, the people I was, I was chilling, chilling with, obviously, you know, I didn't succumb to sort of like peer pressure or anything, but yeah. when you're with a certain group of people, they were like, oh, come on, man, it's kickball, man. Reading's dead, man, come on. Yeah, yeah, just, well, that sort of pushed you like, away from it. Yeah, man, you're like, you're like oh, say no more, man, I'm on this, I need to be reading. He's, he's, uh, what's, what's, uh, Tikilamaki, but what's that? <laughs> I threw the book away. What? But so, what do you think if if let's say like now obviously we have to like read a book yeah. a week? Are you saying I feel like I find it um, obviously now that I'm so sort of getting used to. It, I feel like I find it a lot harder now than I used to find it back then. Oh, so what? Yeah. What is that? I don't know something. Something about the type of books that I was reading was sort of give me a type of adrenaline rush. Obviously, with these kind of books, you you have different different kind of books that we go for one week right. self-help book another week a novel and you can never quite 
But what what what's something which you get your passion from? What is it? What's the, what's the ones that you enjoy? Me personally, I feel like in the, in novels and stuff when I look for a good world building. I think we talked about this previously in a previous in a previous episode. So good world building is when you can like you're reading it and you can actually visualize it, mm-hmm. and also good character relationships. So. I like how <clears throat> in the novels I used to read, the character relations used to be quite good. Yeah. And the dialogue used to be quite witty. So, a lot of that, if, it all meshes together. If well. the di- yeah, dialogue is also is a major key <coughs> for... Exactly. Because with dialogue, if the dialogue's good, then it's like, it can... Like, for example, with... <coughs> there are some books which the dialogue, like, everyone sort of sounds the same. Yeah. And then there are ones like, like just, yeah. Where you then, going? Over there. Swear. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got like for no example, Harry man. Potter, where J.K. Rowling is really good at distinguishing and giving yeah. characters like their own little voice. Uh, yeah, no, that's a that's a good point actually, mm. and that's really prevalent here in of my cement. Yeah, yeah. Each person's got their own. Like, yeah, yeah, and obviously in of mice and men, there's like massive symbolism with of course. with each and every single person. Yeah. Uh, like you said before, with with Curly's wife, mm. <coughs> and you know with Lenny, who of what character he is, and you know like crooks. Yeah. Speaking of crooks, uh, you know, free like my boy, free my boy, crooks, yeah, man. yeah, free him. <laughs> But in secondary school, like, you know how you had... In your school, what was it? Did you have, like, that person that would have to say, uh, nigger? Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, the teacher giving a 15-minute pep talk before the lesson even began, because, um, like, back in the days, they used to encourage, like, uh, class reading. Yeah. So, like, they mainly used to target the people that, that their English weren't, weren't quite good because of the coming. Yeah, the of course, continue. of course, yeah. But yeah, you, you, I don't know why, but I feel like the teachers specifically gave the role of the N-word sayer to someone who was an ethnic minority or person of colour. And you, you have, always have that, that well, white kid. Well, hmm? what he, he specifically didn't give it to that person. He gave it specifically to Oh, he gave it to yeah. him, yeah. I don't know why they were, they were aiming for some sort of play, play, uh, role play with the, you know what I mean? Nah, I think that was the same with, with our school. Our mm. school... I was a designated setter. Oh, okay. You had the privilege. I had the, the privilege. Also, it was a blessing and a curse at the same time. Because, yeah. obviously, uh, I put myself under massive pressure. Like, do I, how do I say it? Mm. Do I say it in the white type to, of... You have to go. Redneck way? You have to go. Or do I Goddamn say... Goddamn nigger. I have to say yeah, that. Or do I say it, like, mm. the Brooklyn way? Like yeah, what's up? You oh, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, what's up? And and uh, yeah, I put myself under massive pressure for no 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 apparent mm-hmm. reason. Like when it like uh, the teacher just before he gets to it, like everyone can sort of see the word on the page. Yeah, yeah. And like the suspense is building, and everyone's like looking at me, and I'm out here like clearing my throat, getting ready to say it. And you can hear after I think like after you say the word, there's there's a huge like you hear there's little little sniggering in the background. The image look is cool. Heard what he said, yeah. Now there was one, there was one white guy, who, who basically, <laughs> he, he like forces way in saying it, mm. because obviously when it was class reading, like you get 
a passage and whatnot. Oh, and then once it comes down to that line, yeah. then obviously I say it. I say the word. Hmm. I don't know why I was designate each and every time. Maybe because I did a, such a good job at it. This <laughs> in the next uh, like couple of forms, like how you could do the voiceover. Yeah, all, all of them. All of them. Mm-hmm. I was out there, but and then so this guy who was reading it, reading it. Yeah. And then obviously I'm getting prepared. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, getting the prep talk, uh, going over the tapes of how I did it before, seeing how I can do it better, and then. <laughs> The, the Heath Ledger of <laughs> the method acting. Goodness gracious! <laughs> going all the way to the rednecks in America, chilling with them, seeing how you know, I mean, how it feels like to receive it. But um, mm. and then this so this white guy he was reading it, and then he just like quickly said it, and everyone was like, "What?" Like even a teacher like say paused. it again. <laughs> And the way he said it, he Gotta said do it. it properly now, boy. Nah, nah, he, the, the, he said it the, the redneck way as well. Like, oh. straight, like, because obviously he Man was harness the energy of yeah. 400. <laughs> oh, yeah, fam. I'm telling you, he was born in the wrong century. Harness <laughs> <laughs> the, the seven... He was, he, what, 1770s, fam. He was meant to be out there. The slave know? masters and the stones, man. Chief whip, fam. Uh, but the way he said it, fam, I, I, it was such a like. It was literally the way like I pictured the slave masters the way they said it because he he even put on like this like southern accent as well to say it. Oh, you know I mean? like, that's terrible. I just fun. I just saw myself like putting my wrists together like, <laughs> just like God damn, take me back to the ranch. But it was it was. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go quietly. Should be like, contact with him, man. Yeah, nah, this guy, he had such power in his voice. Mm. <clears throat> but, yeah, even when it came to characters like like Crooks, each yeah. and every single one of them, the way he, John Steinbeck, like, had them and how each, like, for example, even when it came down to the hands, yeah. you had, like, Lenny's, who's, like, how he compared them like how they were known as like the people working at the ranch were known as hands like mm-hmm. and the fact that they lost their like human aspect mm-hmm. that they were just literally workers that everyone just had yeah. to pretty much just get their their jobs done right. and there were nothing more nothing special um so even like so that was something which i didn't pick up back then Mm. I remember the first time I was fully exposed to Of Mice and Men yeah. was when my older brother was doing it for his GCSEs. Okay. And he was like on his bed, like conked out. He <laughs> just like, grabbed the book. And like the book was like on the floor, and you could yeah. see his outstretched hand. <laughs> the way he dropped the book. <laughs> and then I looked at that book, and obviously the cover was just dreadful. And I was like, yo, like, why is Did he you have the same cover? Like, have the. Which cover did you have? The one with the film, the film cover. Nah, we had some weird one that was like murky, like Van Gogh looking type. Uh, oh, like Inspector Horse type. Orangey type. It was. Mm. Nah, the one I had was the movie cover one. Nah, nah, we didn't get that luxury. I say, you know, I'm a young buck man, I had the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. What were we, 15? Huh? <laughs> Come on. But we had, uh, yeah, so I saw that cover and I was like, what? Because obviously he wasn't someone that read books. Mm-hmm. 
and I was like, what the hell is he reading this book for? Mm. And then obviously when I was in year 10, uh, the book was handed out to me. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was the reason why it was pretty interesting doing English literature in year 10. Mm. Because it's like everyone's sort of like abusing the same PEE. You know, where you come up with a point and you have to provide the evidence and then the explanation, like literally what you were saying before yeah. about the, the whole her wearing red and all of that stuff. Yeah, I feel and like they're trying to instill this. This, this the, do you know, I feel like, yeah, in literature, English, like everyone should have the same sort of writing structure. Just, yeah. They didn't push for anyone to have any sort of create. So, you know, what? I feel like they'll build it more around the. The, the grade boundaries yeah then their money because I feel like the way they grade it anyway examiners aren't looking for you know what I mean any sort of wow factor just yeah. looking for you to actually meet the grade boundaries to, and keep stepping yeah literally it's just like um, the the writer is trying to express love mm. and then you could say because in the book whatever whatever mm. there is like she's got a ring that has a heart symbol yeah. this symbolizes blah 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 and then you like copy and paste that with every other symbolism that that you can come up with and that's what i was doing one time my course work and i managed to get an a for it and then afterwards i i felt like what the, like, what the hell did i do <laughs> most of the points like the teacher put it on the board mm. and then afterwards you go away and then you kind of find your own symbolism yeah but yeah uh and then like it, for us to go back and, and read some of the stuff i used to write like my course i thought i would cringe i remember writing this one piece about tfo TFL. That's public transport in general. Right, okay. And it's really like rhyme and it's awful <laughs> sick. What, what, what was it a poem? I you know, yeah, it was a poem. It was a poem. Okay. It was absolutely true. I forgot his stuff for that. That's how you know GCC is a mockery, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was something. It, it had was, to be it was someone that didn't get straight A's GCC. I don't know for you, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get straight A's. Thanks for that. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> But nah, uh, with because I remember like one time DiCaprio was talking, this is like this has gone somewhere else, but DiCaprio was talking about how he read Gatsby when he was much younger, Mm. and then he read it when he was obviously older, yeah, yeah. and there was like such a massive change in how he saw everything. And I initially thought going back to this that I wouldn't really see things beyond what yeah. I already knew of just the basics of yeah this guy has a friend called George and then there's this guy called Lenny yeah, it's well, gonna be yeah his, George yeah all of that guy but tell, tell me like you done before about the other guys in the barrage there's gonna be spoilers in this I mean I'm pretty sure everyone's everyone's still disclaimer guys um yeah Lenny kills Cody's wife Lenny dies the end. Yeah. No, but everyone's read it. What the hell, yeah, man? No, but you, even though I read it, I still felt like you kind of spoiled something for me. But you were either spoiled by me just now, you haven't read it before, you've been spoiled on Twitter, or you've been spoiled by me. So you were spoiled by you twice? No, because <laughs> people have. Oh, on Twitter? Yeah, I had them too saying, oh, Dear, dear GCC students, Lenny died just before the lead-up of the English literature oh, exam. There was the one guy, um, 
was was reading a book. Yeah. <clears throat> and at the beginning, because obviously it was hand, it's a hand me down book, isn't it? Yeah. And someone wrote, and then he dies at the. <laughs> oh, not not gonna lie, I don't feel like a spoiler. What that he dies? Yeah. Nah, it's the way he dies that you have to, you know what I mean, understand. But is the book in itself, when you understand the book's only less than 200 pages, mm. you're going to read it regardless. Yeah. You're not to lose. Nah, nah. If you're a fan of... If you're a fan of what? Yeah, if you're a fan of, like... I don't know, I wouldn't... I feel like I would like, recommend... I feel like if you read, if you, if you know, you know, sort of thing. What? Uh, man. Oh, you don't really know how to sort of offer it no, to someone No, because I feel else. like everyone's read it. Mm. It's like, now, think of a... Think of a people uh, in our country, like in England, the majority of you people... You have to read it. Have, have read it. Where someone in like... Nebraska is like... Come what do you mean? They wrote the book. Nebraska? <laughs> the book's about them. No, I'm joking. Nebraska, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure... You don't know your geography, bro. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they read it. Book, if that's like saying that's like saying that Adairs and Jijiga they, they read the thing, man. Who? The Adairs? Yeah. The yeah. uncles. You never know. In Jijiga. I don't even know what that is. I don't know, ever since them. I love saying that. Jijiga. Jijiga. Ah, come is, on. Is that, is that an actual place? Yeah, well, I like. Oh, sweat. Yeah. Interesting. What, well, Somalia? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was... I knew it was a place, but I completely forgot about it. And my, my boy, who was not Somali, he said, oh... On the phone, he's oh, uh, jig jig out. He's like, what? How do you know that place? Yeah. I remember like... <laughs> yeah, obviously, I feel like it's one of those things where folks you know, most <coughs> don't forget. <coughs> but, yeah. Uh, uh, coming back to coming back to the book. Uh, and when I was reading it, it and now, mm. there was like... Obviously, there is a lot of foreshadowing yeah of course uh, when it comes to <coughs> being killed and I remember flop like a fish huh I just, all the quotations coming back to me now when I was writing my exam the whole flop lot. like a fish come on yeah so many so many things um, <clears throat> the also I remember I remember when I was in uh, like GCSE times yeah the first time I, it took me a, a minute to be like right you just snaked this friend mm. And then afterwards, like, I, I, started, I, I clocked that the only way to save his friend was to actually kill him. No, for real, he was actually going to get... Because, obviously, um, as we all know in the book, there's these two guys, there's George and then there's Lenny. And Lenny is, like, this tall guy, uh, me, and very dumb. basically me. Ah, just the height, just the height, just That's the height. I had to chuck in the dumb bit. Uh, <laughs> Tall guy and who's very dumb, you know what I mean? Well, like most tall people. Uh, and then so you've got, gang, and then you've got uh, George, who's who's much shorter, but he's obviously the brains in the in the operation. And then they have to leave their old working place because mm. Lenny got them into trouble for what was it fondling with a woman? Yeah, he was doing up a madness. Yeah. Okay, great, great explanation. Yeah, that's so they go to another ranch because this book was set back in uh, the Great Depression, which was one of like America's lowest points. Uh, I would say, I don't know if mm. in the history or but uh, the Great Depression yeah. was like where it they was, were, I feel the worst, the worst. Of the yeah, they were going through like mad, mad problems, and, and especially straight after. 
after they're having such a great boom, like in the 1920s. Mm. If, if you looked into American history in any sort of, of any sort of like, ex- to any sort of extent, you'll know that their America had a huge economic boom in the yeah. 1920s, still popping. They had, you know, infrastructure, a lot of a lot of things were going for them, going right for them. And then 1929, October, Wall Street crash, boom, everything's. Everything's just. Yeah, man, it's went to. You know what's crazy? It's crazy the fact that. And now everything is connected to the stock market. Like, once the stock market crashes, then everything is like... I feel like if it were to crash again, it would just be like once once in a blue moon. I know, but I'm saying is the fact that it's like just... Didn't it crash before with every, the recession? Nah, was like year. 2008, yeah. there was that crash again. Uh, but like the fact that like you've got... Japan, who's connected, and UK, who's connected, and America, who's connected, like so many other but countries like, that are like affected. Being being connected saves a lot of time. What do you mean? Like, do you know how people can go in and out, buy shares, buy trades? Oh, oh like, yeah, no. I no. feel like it being, there's no issue with sort of like the connect, sort of like it being all connected yeah. and stuff. No, that's not, that's not the, the issue. The, the only problem is, is the fact that if one yeah, if everything there's a major going, crash yeah, yeah, yeah. at one place, then, then everyone then the value getting, of the pound will go down. Yeah, everyone gets inflation everyone gets will go affected. up, and then you're buying, then you find it's all buying milk for twenty six pounds, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got two by your account. Yeah, no, nah, I don't think. <laughs> we did. Nah, I don't think anything's ever <clears throat> got to. No, no, no. I don't. I feel like it won't ever get to that sort of point. But I'm just giving you a ridiculous example. <laughs> this is all twenty six p twenty six pounds for milk. Yeah, like this. Uh, That's like almond milk, as you know what I mean. <laughs> and the it, vegan life, yeah. Shout out to the vegans. But in this book, um, there's also like many. It touches on many things. Yeah. One of those is obviously racism, where there is this character called Crooks, who is uh, obviously he's a black guy, um, and. He's, he's he's called Crooks because he got kicked by a horse mm-hmm. and that's made him crooked. Yeah. Um, and obviously there's a lot of symbolism with why he's the one that's crooked mm-hmm. because you've got, well, in that day and age, like black people at the time didn't have the same, weren't considered that, weren't at the same yeah. stance. They still, had, I mean? they still had segregated toilets. Yeah. So we'd, we talked about like saw like boom going on. And depression, I feel like for black people, there wasn't that much of a change for them. No, there wasn't, especially at the time. Yeah. And the fact that, obviously, to symbolise the same way that he was uh, crippled, because he wasn't able to progress further in, uh, in the ranch, yeah. um, was like a symbolism to how he was also crippled by society and not being able to, to progress. Um, and in the book, obviously, he's a guy who's very much into like law, and understanding his rights. And at the time, I remember in the school, they made us watch the movie as well. Yeah. And um, obviously he's there. Every time someone would say something to him, he's like, yeah, yeah, I know my rights. And it's, it's crazy how, like, in everyday convo, he would have to, like, say, yeah, I know my rights. Yeah, I know my rights. Like, mm. the fact that he has to remind people that, you know, he's... Like he's yeah, still yeah. human being who still Crazy, got man. like who still got got these rights, mm. and then you've got Curly's wife who doesn't even have a name yeah. because she's always like considered the possession of Curly. Exactly. 
who in the book is sounds like you should have got this A star. Should have got this A star, man. I feel like I should have. I'm gonna send an <laughs> email got back. <laughs> I'm gonna send them an email, man. Um, but you got Curly's wife, who is considered like one of the lowly characters. Yeah. But then she like still disrespects crooks. Yeah. Um, like showing that he's the lowest. Of the law. In terms, yeah, yeah. Again, he's crippled in many ways, not just physically, but socially as well. I feel uh, like I feel like the hierarchy in in the the book is very interesting. Mm. When you look at the, you have someone who's has such like the I feel like she has the lowest status in the ranch in terms of all the men there. Yeah. And Kylie's wife. Yeah, yeah, and then you have crooks. Yeah. Obviously, she, because she's still an uh, American white woman, she isn't lower than him. Yeah. But at the same time, she's low. Mm. And when she goes around the, um, when she goes around the ranch, sort of like, like, going around strutting and stuff. Yeah, yeah, just doing her thing, man. Um, it's it's kind of interesting because in that moment she feels like she's powerful, but then they see her as like a piece of meat. Yeah. So in that sense, she's lower than what she thinks she is, and then she's going out there. Making herself seem like the big dog in front of um, crooks, crooks when yeah. she's almost just as low as him yeah. in that sense. The only difference is obviously skin colour. Yeah, and of course, big differentiating factor between the two characters yeah. in terms of status. And I found it kind of, well, I found it sick how, um, sick in a good way. Yeah. Um, how, say. <laughs> uh, how, like, obviously he was writing about this in 1937 yeah. and he was sort of on the good side basically because yeah. um, obviously Crooks was still a decent guy no, of course. Um, in the book and obviously George um, wasn't racist to, no, to him uh, hardly no one was really racist to him it was but only just like, like Curly and his wife I feel like his the fact that you were saying before he had to say his rights and stuff sort of like spoke yeah. on behalf of the sort of like time period and stuff. Mm. So I don't feel like the book there was any there was any sort of like need to go into detail yeah. and do them. I would say like overly sort of like subtle mm. like racism. Oh, you got them this and that. Yeah. There was there's no need. No, of course. And they wasn't. referred to referred to him as a stable buck nigga anyway. So yeah. no, it's uh, self-explanatory enough. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then you've got <clears throat> another character called uh, 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 what's it? Candy. Candy. That's it. That's it. Yeah, Candy. Just Candy and his dog, <laughs> which Candy was basically this old guy who who had no hand, yeah. and uh, who owned a very old dog, and he he was basically the symbolism of you know that old yeah. worker. Mm. That would soon be like disused. Throw it away, like yeah, like a, like a warm battery. Yeah, because the mm. madness was back then mm. in the Great Depression. It was like every hand was needed. Yeah, yeah. Which is why obviously they're called hands. I feel like they kept them on, like, because if our P, our P, of need course, him. they don't, really, no, they no. didn't need them. Um, and the symbolism that showed that they didn't need him was the way that they killed his dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, because obviously his dog was too old to be used. It was good for nothing, basically, yeah, yeah. and so they took it out and like shot it dead. Um, and obviously, Candy, that was like, yeah, that's pretty much my worth in this as well. Like mm. that's how he saw himself, like worthless as well. Yeah. But it's crazy how at that time everyone was just literally, like, just used. Once yeah, you no, grow old, that's it. That's the next person. 
and then it's the next man, like next generation would come in, and then after that they would go. Um, and the overall concept of this was the the dream yeah. that they had. The uh, dream. Yeah, the George and Lenny where they would have their own ranch and their own farm. Mm. And you had Lenny that was constantly seeking this. Yeah. And then you've got George which is constantly telling Lenny about it to obviously to put his mind yeah, yeah. that thing. And then you've got uh Candy who overhears George and Lenny talking about this. And he wants it. And he wants yeah, it. Yeah, Everyone wants it. Yeah. You know, even crooks wants a, a bit of it. Um, that everyone, like, the you know, the whole American dream thing. And everyone wants to attain that. Yeah. Everyone wants to seek that. Uh, and before we move on with that, then there's other issues like mental health yeah. at that time. Uh, obviously, uh, right now, we would consider Lenny to be someone that would need help yeah you know what I mean and he's not mentally there mm -hmm. but back then he was just as useless as candy yeah despite him being big and, and whatever Strong, yeah. um people would like question George like why do you keep this guy around like why he's is slowing he, you down yeah why yeah. is he slowing you down like he's a dumb guy um there was no like major facility mm -hmm. for for him mm. and uh, I heard like two variations of the end, mm -hmm. the fact that one, if George hadn't have killed him, mm -hmm. they would have taken him to a mental home, mm -hmm. or it was if George hadn't have killed them, they would, Curly would have like tortured him or something. I feel like the ending was more was more befitting for the captain. I feel like it, in a sense it was a happy end because yeah. he died in a peaceful way. I'll say. Yeah. yeah. So regardless of whichever those two it was. Yeah. It he just goes die, to show. Yeah, it, it just goes to show the fact that they didn't really. There isn't a place where they really care for someone that has yeah. mental problems, and even the, because because the reason why I mentioned the mental hospital thing was, because yeah. I I think uh, like someone was telling George about mental homes or something. Mm. I think it was Slim. Mm. And uh, George was like, nah, they don't really treat people well yeah, yeah. in those places. Um, yeah, so like obviously right now, mental health is a massive thing. Um, but back then, yeah. it wasn't. Back then, it was like you're either a man or you're not a man. You know? like back then, it, it must have been more of a taboo than it is now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, if you, like that would have been a massive weakness. Yeah. Like, what, you're mentally, what? You're mentally impaired? You're a man, you should be out there. Yeah, like, you, there's, <clears throat> you're either a man mm. who's out there putting the work in, or you're everyone else. Yeah. You know, you're a white man who's mm. out there putting the work in, okay. or you're everyone else. You're just squabbling, like, black people, uh, women at the time, yeah. people that had mental problems, you know, it was just the it was it was it was a madness that that John was trying to sort of recreate yeah. um, all like in one thing. I feel like did it. Yeah, he did because obviously there's a the way he did it was he used each character to sim like one character to symbolize it. Yeah, yeah. Had it been like massive paragraphs or massive like backstory or this and that. It would yeah, have like lost drawn the, it the out a bit yeah, more, yeah. yeah. 
But the fact that he had one character which he specialized on mm. and put effort and like detail into them yeah. to show different themes and different things of what was going on was a really good way of of doing it. But as for you, did you what what did you get like in yeah, terms I of? Like, I feel like reading it again. It sort of allowed me to to see stuff I wasn't seeing before. Obviously, you had I was speaking before how the back in the day when I was reading a teacher would be oh, Curly's wife da da da, and reading it again you can sort of make your own opinion on the character. And now that say my knowledge and sort of like understanding of the whole topic as a whole is more well rounded, and I'm able to sort of draw bigger conclusions than say a two sentence two sentence a summary of like four years ago I'm just yeah but obviously imagine now how yeah. things have moved on since since that time yeah now that you, we've had what a black not we but America has had like what a black president so you're about to claim I was about to say we and now, and now they have a, now they have a black princess shout out to uh, Henry and uh, and Rachel Zane yeah which you think, you know? What's the government name, bro? What's it? Megan Merkel. Megan. Do you know what? I, I had my head down. I was thinking, is it name Megan? Is it Merkel or Markle? Mm, either Because Merkel, like, I feel like... Is it M... Oh, I wait, it's M-A-C-K-L-E. How do you know? I think it's Megan Markle. Markle? Merkel. It's not Orin. Anyhow. But then it's her. Megan. Alright. You've seen all the memes online? What? Of the Queen trying to... Hate on her. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm not surprised at all. I would, I wouldn't be surprised. My guy said free Diana. No, huh? <laughs> nah, Diana was set up. You <laughs> can go into conspiracies man, all man, day long. Uh, man, man said, man said she's in Cuba with the. You were too much. And MJ. Oh god. Nah, but like I, I used to hear things like, yeah. uh, like the like Queen, like nah, there'll be like. Um, <laughs> Like I forgot what it was. The, the, there's like a bit where mm. the whole family like gets together, yeah. and then like no one sleeps before the queen. Huh? Yeah. So the queen will go to bed first, and everyone else goes to bed. Not gonna lie, bro. I've studied the monarchy in Ireland, but I've never heard this tradition. Nah, I forgot what. I Let me debunk it right now, guys. <laughs> I'm but, a historian. <laughs> but obviously, it's not like a daily ritual thing, is it? Oh. But and then so what Diana would do is she'll go, I'm tired and then she'll just go to bed. So they just asked her. Huh? So many things, bro. Bro, many things. she would she would like refer to the she wouldn't say like the royal family. She mm. would just be like this establishment. Philip. Yeah, like imagine that guy was cheating on her, mm. and she, the the Philip guy, yeah. like openly like cheating on her, like he was just known, and she's trying to get like. Uh, she's trying to get the queen like some type of like, I forgot Wait, was Diana the queen's daughter? nah Diana was like an outsider huh? why is she princess Diana? because she married Prince oh. Thing oh yeah okay. it's like the way Rachel done it okay nah nah I understand, I understand. not Rachel Megan I thought music. for a second I'm um, so bad for her. I thought she did you know the etiquette and stuff I feel like she in my head I've always seen her as part of even yeah. she was part of the family no, no, she won't, she won't. In marriage, but she I thought was, she was... She, no. I think she had, like, German, de- not German, de- like, some type of inter- foreign descent as well. Like, then the royal the, family. Then she, and then after, she divorced that person, right? Who? Charles? Yeah. No, she, she died. No, but wasn't she betrothed to someone else before she... Maybe, I'm not too sure. Because remember the conspiracy phrase was, 
Don't think, but people saying, oh yeah, she got with someone of an ethnic. Oh, so. Which is why they're like, do you know what? <laughs> Crash the whip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you busting up, fam? I ain't gonna put it like huh? that. <laughs> That's what happened, like. Yeah. It's not funny, is it? Very, it's not very, funny, no. It's very tragic. No, but what I'm saying is. Uh, how serious man got? <laughs> no, uh, you, you turned it very dark. Yeah, yeah. What I'm trying to say is that she basically <laughs> used to. Refer- she basically got the cold shoulder from everyone, even the queen, when she tried to ask for help and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like things are different with Harry Boy. You know, I, mean, I would have at least expected like you some bad holiday. Harry. Yeah, because you saw the, the videos of him back in the day when he was army. It was in the oh, army. Are you, you gonna tell me now? Huh? What what happened? I remember being, him him dropping a couple of comments what? on um, one of his fellow troopers' uh, skin color. So yeah, yeah. Hello, racist comments. I'm even gonna repeat it. <laughs> So he was saying, coming for the Tim Chillis at the time, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, but regardless... Let's save the queen. Huh? And that's what you said? Yeah, but regardless, <laughs> right, I would have expected mm. at least, like, a bank holiday or something. Oh, we got we didn't get nothing, bro. Nothing. We Imagine got, people what, dedicated... Williams on? I think it was, like, a bank holiday. We got a bank holiday for yeah. that. And then I remember I was working, and one guy came up to, like, the counter, and he was like, 32 million... Taxpayers' money. That was. That was like, all right, man. He probably, he probably came for the past seven days trying to. Trying He came from the place, and he's out there like thirty-two million. Thirty-two. You told me to go. You could have been watching from your yard, man. Yeah. And, and you know what? Out, you know what the thing is? They probably made much more in return than that. Hundred percent. With all the tourism, the, with all the business, with the, the live. The live coverages, all of these things. Also, them, them, do you know how they gave, so like, the people that are taking, the, I feel like they were, they were photographers paid to, no, the um, website stuff paid to have their pictures published. Because okay. I had that, like, do you know when the film comes out, I had that special cover? Yeah. Like Hollywood cover, is that that in it? In a sense. But anyhow. Oh, what, you mean a movie thing? No, 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 I mean like... Because I saw a trailer. Huh? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about trailers, no. That's the next indie movie trailer for... Yeah, yeah, What I'm saying is... um About their life. Yeah, no, what I'm saying essentially when... When something comes out like a film, they have like massive photo shoot. Yeah. What I'm saying, I feel like in preparation for the... The wedding, they probably had websites paying to have the pictures published the next day. Maybe, maybe. Anyhow. But... What you mean, paying? Who who's paying? No, as in like, them paying. Who's them? The queen and that. Nah, paying like the bride and the groom to have their pictures front page. Not the people taking the pictures. Okay, is I'll explain it after the podcast. You, yeah, I don't know what you're saying. Anyhow, but yeah, obviously things have have moved on. Yeah. Since that period, um, obviously people can argue what Barack Obama has done for America but it's just the fact that um, by him going into presidency which is the highest sort of rank or position that you could get in America sort of like was a feeling for black people like that they can reach wherever is possible mm-hmm. because if we can be if one of us can be president yeah. then you know what I mean we can we get all, anywhere we can all get to the moon we can all get there yeah um but like I said, America has definitely moved on from 
like the sort of topics right now. Um, obviously, it was a struggle, mm-hmm. and I of don't think not. obviously right now you got like police shootings of like um, like innocent black guys and police brutality and stuff like that, which is still going on. But obviously, that's the you have women women calling the police on men about accusing. Oh yeah, ah the memes man. They got her goodly from goodly, goodly, goodly. Oh, that's that. That's that Ramadan talking, bro. Yeah, all that, all that fast, man. But and then you so the so you've got then the main symbolism, which is George and Lenny. Yeah, yeah. the two people that are the main protagonists in this, and you've got George who represents like reality and what the time was actually like and then you've got Lenny who sort of represents the dream because he's this guy who's constantly talking about rabbits the rabbits yes the the farm the and all of these rabbits. things and by him and George is constantly reminding yeah. him oh about the ranch about this yeah. we're gonna have um like sort of symbolizing the fact that you could almost put them in like one person yeah that George is the self, and then you've got Lenny, who's this dream. Lenny, and Lenny, I feel like um, one of Lenny's coping mechanisms mechanisms was George repeatedly having to tell him about the dream, him, yeah. just to keep him, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's what I was saying, like, the similar, you could say, like, George constant, like, re- telling himself yeah, yeah. about the dream, the dream constantly, and how you've got Lenny, who's bigger than George, mm. sort of symbolising the fact that the dream is bigger than George I'm itself. Not, I'm not sure if this, um, actually the way the book, I'm trying to think, think back, but I'm saying, yeah, I was thinking, I feel like as the book progressed, the every time he would sort of like give Lenny the dream, tell him Lenny the dream, even though he's heard that a thousand times, it would lose more and more detail, as in like George would, do you know yeah. over time when Every, over time yeah because obviously like even with George himself yeah. like despite him wanting it he yeah. knows that that's not really yeah. um, and then you've got the uh, the mouse which Lenny is like holding at the beginning yeah but I didn't I didn't kill it George honest I found it there give it here George leave me have it Give it here. What do you want with a dead mouse, anyway? I was just petting it with the fingers while we was walking along. Yeah, well, you ain't petting no mice when you walk with me. Sort of, and he, and he keeps petting it. And keeps saying, oh, you know, that he likes soft things. Basically, just more, like, alluding to, to the dream. And the fact that he used the mouse, which is this thing, which is obviously not easy to grasp. Mm-hmm. And not easy to, to, to hold. That constantly gets away from you. Similarly, the same way that the dream is something which is yeah. constantly getting away from them, and the fact that Lenny is the guy who like has this dead mouse that he did kill. Yeah, yeah. And like to also show that he's sort of killed the dream, or he's killing the dream constantly for them. Um, and then going back to basically making them as like one massive body. Yeah, yeah. Because it t- it goes like George tends to be the guy who's thinking for both of them. Yeah. Um, you've got Lenny, who's basically his dream, who is the the farm. Yeah. And eventually George has to kill 
Lenny. And that's sort of the only free way. Free my boy Lenny, man. Yeah, that's the only way to, to, to keep, to preserve himself and to like sort of keep his sanity. Yeah. Is by killing Lenny. Um, now, this is like my overall yeah. sort of feeling of it. Obviously, when you look at, when you read the book, it's, it's clear why he kills him. He kills him because he doesn't want him to get hurt. But when we're talking about symbolism, it's sort of George then like killing his dream, yeah. sort of by killing, killing Lenny. And by the title of Mice and Men, George being the man yeah, yeah. and Lenny being the mouse, which is the dream that's constantly getting away from all of this. And in the end, there's always going to be those two guys. There's going to be that guy and then there's going to be the dream. Mm. And all of them have that dream. Yeah. And all of them have uh, that dream, which is getting away from every single one of them. Um, and all of, and that's like, what, what I find amazing about this book is the fact that that's just my opinion. Yeah. And that someone else is gonna have their own opinion. Mm-hmm. And someone else is gonna have their own opinion of what each symbolism is. Yeah. And the fact that that's why since 1937 this book is continuously read. Yeah. Because it's one of those ones where everyone can have their own sort of opinion on it. I feel like there's no right answer. There is no right answer. It's it's what each thing means to that person. Everyone can give their own sort of cut. Yeah, everyone everyone can literally... That's, yeah, again, that's pretty much why every school teacher wants us to read this book. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like... Even when it comes it? to... You can't really do this for most other books. Yeah. For most other books, it's just like, yeah, the plot's there. The story's there, and it yeah. ends here. Um, but with this book here, it's like, oh, you saw this, but I saw this, and you saw that. And it'll constantly have people talking about it, talking about it, talking okay. about it. Anything you want to add on to that? No, I think we, we wrapped up the, the book in the best of... Best way, yeah. fashionable. Mm. Yeah, um, but this book again, obviously, I'm pretty sure everyone's read it. Would it be. If you haven't, read it, read it. It's yeah, this, this, I mean, uh, if we haven't spoiled it for you now, it's, it's like a, it's a short book to read. Yeah. It's not something that would take a lot of your time. Mm. And as you read it for yourself, then you're going to sort of see what we're getting at. And you can also come to your own conclusions as well. And please let us know what sort of themes stood out to you the most and what was your sort of like, when say favourite character, but what was, who's the most important, yeah. most um, interesting uh, character to you? Yeah, because we didn't even talk about Slim. There's this guy called Slim. Yeah, he was quite interesting. He was like, mm. um, he wasn't the leader of the ranch. The leader no. of the ranch was a guy called Curly. He used, um, to, he used to force the whole... But yeah, but people mm. didn't like him because obviously, you know those guys that just like, are like just yeah. try to be the boss. He's, yeah. a, team, he's a team leader, you know, essentially. He's not even a team leader. He, he was... Side man. Yeah, but he his fair parents owned the place. Yeah, yeah. But there was this guy called Slim who wasn't the real he's leader of the ranch, but he became the people's man. He's essentially like a CEO of a company, but... Legit, like the board of directors has every say, and like he's just in a boardroom, like, please. Yeah, yeah, for it. Well, who, Curly? <laughs> um, now Slim, in a sense, because he said his, pla- his parents were on the ranch. No, I'm talking about Curly's parents were on the ranch. 
This is it's curly's ranch. Slim is basically this Chip guy who same. doesn't doesn't own mm. the ranch, but like people look to him as as their leader because he's one of those guys that as we were talking about in our late last episode about how to win people over and stuff, he's just that leader that yeah. easily and like wins over people. Mm. And he he also understands why George has to kill uh, kill Lenny. Yeah. So he's like he symbolizes like that that people's man, that statesman yeah. that again doesn't seek power, but people give it to him naturally because they like because they fit the crown better yeah. compared to Curly who's like just like trying to boss everyone just around just a midget man just yeah short man that Napoleon complex <laughs> but you know what I mean you've got like so many different characters that they all bring into yeah like one area and seeing how they all interact it's almost to see like how different types of groups of people would interact all at once, all under the the, the header of uh, mm. the the story, but yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much us wrapping up the book. Uh, anything you'd like to touch up on before we end it? No. Salam, Good, yeah. Yeah, all good. Sad enough. <laughs> but yeah, to to everyone, basically. Celebrating Ramadan, Ramadan Mubarak from the Inspire Boys. Uh, it was very interesting when we tried yeah. to do this fasting. Uh, it was. We might we might release the bloopers later on in life, but. But yeah, no, nah, it was it was very very it's interesting. interesting. Experience. Um, but yeah, Ramadan Mubarak. It's been your boys from Inspire Reads, and hopefully we've inspired a read. Ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. So keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. See you at work. I'm your host with the most, Oi. with the ghost, oh. with the host, what? with the toast. Okay. Psych, I'm fasting. No toast. Okay. I went to a barbecue yesterday, yeah. fat roast. Ooh, we're onto something there. We called on Sundays, oh. Sunday roast. Oh, oh. When I come through in the studio hey. with the baby lotion. Hey.